Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the U.S. Markets Wrap, and I'm Ryan Huang. So let's take a look at how markets are setting up for the day. We've got U.S. stocks rising overnight, boosted by declines in Treasury yields as Wall Street assesses various headlines, including the geopolitical risks from the Middle East. And we've got the Dow Jones Industrial Average up by 0.4%. That is around 130 points to close at 33,739. The S&P 500 gained 0.5% to close at 4,358. And the tech-heavy Nasdaq was the outperformer, rising 0.6%, closing at 13,000. 563. So let's check in now with Mark Newton. He's the Managing Director and Global Head of Technical Strategy at Fundstrack Global Advisors. Mark, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us on the show. Hello, Ryan. Thank you for having me back. It's nice to be back. Yeah, it's great having you on. So let's talk about what is playing out in markets so far this month. It's been a bit choppy and going by the latest, it does look like we've got some optimism coming back in. How would you describe the current setup right now? Well, I'm actually pretty optimistic. I see that um, you know investors honestly are not that optimistic though. Everybody is concerned for a lot of the right reasons. Um, about the Federal Reserve and their Hmm. endgame for rate hikes and whether they're truly done. Obviously, the events over this past weekend with the Israel-Hamas war uh, are a huge concern to everybody. But I think as history tells us, you know, times like that usually uh, prove short-lived in terms of volatility to the equity markets. Equity markets tend to respond very quickly, and normally it's a time to buy equities. And so I I would just say the following. I I think that it's really important that interest rates have begun to turn down over the last few days, as well as evidence of the U.S. dollar peaking out and turning down. Recall that both of those actually started to turn higher in July, right as equities started to uh, pull back. So, you know, U.S. Treasury yields on the 10-year eclipsed 4%. In late, late July, and also the dollar index started to rally in late July. That was a time when equities sold off. And just in the last couple of days, we've seen the opposite. So at a time of real pessimism, uh, you know, equities sold off both during August and September. Now everybody is very concerned and bearish, but yet markets, uh, S&P got down to 4,200, which is a, a really important area technically We did not really see any structural damage. And, Hmm. you know, all that bearishness historically is is generally time to, you know, it's good to buy into the market during times of bearishness into October, which, uh, you know, in the U.S. is known historically as the bear killer month. So that's where bear markets come to die. So, you know, I'm I'm optimistic. I, I actually like the activity we've seen in regional banks and transports and in small caps over the last 24 to 48 hours. I think it's been very, very good. And I think all these laggard groups are going to start to rally and join technology. And so everybody was concerned about tech, but really it's been these other groups that have been lagging. And now I have at least initial evidence of the markets trying to broaden out, which is a good thing. Yeah, Mark, I suppose another way to frame it is that 
this could be perhaps a potential overreaction to some of the headlines we've been seeing. And that's why there's a bit of, um, I suppose, relief coming back in. In terms of opportunities to buy into a potential correction down the road, what are you looking at specifically? Where are some of the sectors that look more attractive to you right now? Well, I think we've seen the correction, so I don't know about down the road. I would say that the move from July into the 3rd of October marked the end of the pullback from the fall. Uh, I think technology is most attractive to me, along with industrials. Uh, I realize that tech is a very, you know, it's a favorite sector of investors. However, you know, during times when rates start to peak out, you know, normally that's a good sign for growth, and we see money steer back into tech. So, that's a really attractive area. I think a lot of the defense stocks moving up are going to help industrials. And I think industrials makes a lot of sense as a sort of a late economic bloomer and, and sector to favor also. So both of those are interesting to me. Uh, energy, not as much. I think energy has seen its time in, uh, you know, in the limelight. And honestly, we could have a period of consolidation for energy in the months to come. But I'm really most bullish on tech and industrials. Okay, so moving out from equities into commodities. Now, if you look at where inflation is right now, is the gold picture looking, I guess, a bit brighter these days? I think it is looking brighter. And I would say that specifically because I believe the dollar and also rates are going to start to roll over and pull back between now and end of year. So I actually think that does make commodities a lot more attractive. I would say except for crude oil, I think that's the one that likely could show uh, some consolidation, and that's more about supply and demand. But in general, commodities to me are, are a little more attractive here, given that we're seeing the first evidence of, uh, of dollar weakness. Okay. Another place I'm quite curious about is where banks are right now, because we've got higher rates. Yeah. At the same time, we've got the U.S. economy going through quite a bit of a, I guess, a yeah. patchy uh, landscape right now. How do you view banks right now? <laughs> Well, what's interesting is that just in the last day, we've actually seen uh, KRE, the Regional Banking Index, the ETF, uh, actually exceed the entire downtrend that has marked the decline since July. So it's a very important technical development, and I think that means that banks are coming back. Now, this sector overall has been very hard hit, and I think it's going to be a tactical rally only. So I don't love the financials over the next 12 months, but I do think that on a period of, say, three to five weeks, that we do see some outperformance in the regional banks. Financials have been a very difficult sector, and the banks in particular. So the one to make money in financials, you wanted to be involved in exchanges or the credit card companies and in just different areas. The, the, the premier banks like J.P. Morgan, other ones like Bank of America and Citigroup had fallen to almost two-year lows. So you really have to be selective, but the regional banking group, uh, I think, has is, is started to turn the corner, and uh, it is looking more attractive to me in the near term. All right, Mark, and how much should investors pay attention to politics right now? Because you've got the U.S. House Speaker recently ousted, and we've got elections coming up next year. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's always very difficult to handicap how that will affect equity markets. I, I tend to think it's better for investors to follow trends, sentiment, and cycles, which are far more important than trying to get a grip on politics. That makes people emotional, honestly, Mm. and you end up making wrong decisions. The most important thing about that is honestly what could happen in mid-November with the government shutdown. I think that's that's more important than who's going to take over for Speaker, for the GOP, for Republicans. 
obviously a difficult situation in Washington right now and, and uh, no easy answer, but that hasn't stopped the markets from moving up in recent days. And I think that's really the key takeaways and investors should do their best to ignore all these exogenous events and shocks, meaning uh, ignore politics, ignore the war as much as you're able to do so when investing and just concentrate on trends and, you know, fundamentals, good earnings, as well as technical trends and cycles and sentiment. And that, that's a much better uh, way mm. to, uh, to, to make money, in my view. Yeah, I've got earnings this week to unpack as well. Uh, we'll be checking in with you in future. We've been chatting Mark Newton. He's the Managing Director and Global Head of Technical Strategy at Fundstrike Global Advisors. Mark, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for your time. A pleasure with me too. Thank you very much. All right, stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.